Broadcasting live from Hindmarsh Square, this is 5AA Nights. Local stories, local opinions. Call 8223 0000. Matthew Pantelis on 1395 Adelaide's 5AA. Good evening to you. Five minutes past uh, eight o'clock. Here till midnight, of course, on 8223 0000. You know that. You know the text line and the on air email address. So get to work and give me a call or send me some sort of notification. A courier pigeon will do. But uh, tonight, coming up on the show, as you heard in the news there, finally a result in this terrible, dreadful, violent murder of uh, poor Suzanne Pohl back in the 1980s. Uh, her body found in a stationery store in Salisbury. One Thursday night, late night shopping. She hadn't come home. Her husband went to find her and uh, sadly found her dead in a pool of blood. Well, Deanna Williams from Channel 7 has been following that story in court. She'll join us at around 8.30 to uh, tell us more about that. A guilty verdict finally coming in tonight. Uh, we'll look at greyhounds as pets. Now, uh, the inmates at Mobilong, there's around 18 of them, who have become greyhound handlers and uh, helping greyhounds adapt to life in retirement and uh, training them basically to be great pets. And the thing is, even though they're sprinters and they can run really, really fast, they're incredibly lazy the rest of the time. So if you're looking for a, a lazy dog as a pet, this could be for you. So we'll have a chat with Matt Corby from the Greyhound Racing SA. Uh, a bit after nine, we'll talk cars a little after ten with Paul Marich from carexpert.com.au and have a look back at uh, tomorrow, on this day tomorrow, just at the end of the show. Uh, your calls, though, of course, on 8223 0000, as I mentioned. Some of the stories uh, around tonight. Obviously, along with uh, Suzanne Pohl, that's only happened in the last hour, but um, the $600,000 reward it's an amazing amount of money on the table for anyone who can help solve three SA murders, that of Robert Atkins, Trevor King and Jeff Mundy. Being investigated now by a special task force, police believe they're all related to a meth amphetamine syndicate in the southern suburbs. And uh, police are hoping the reward encourages those with info to come forward. It's $200,000 apiece for the arrest and conviction of people and the recovery of the bodies, um, and 600 in total. So police are really keen, obviously, to solve this, and uh, there may be others they don't know about. So uh, they're very, very keen to get to the bottom of that. Seven new cases of COVID-19 today. Two are linked to the Norwood cluster. The others are from overseas and interstate. I think four from interstate, one from overseas. Uh, it takes the number of cases with that uh, related to that school reunion at Norwood to 30. Um, 61 cases recorded in our state since our borders reopened on November 23. And currently the number of active cases here in SA, uh, it stands at, let's see, 51 active now. So we've had 61 since November 23, of which 51 are active. Um, in regards to the uh, to, to vaccinations, uh, a city pub has become the first in the state to introduce a double vax requirement. The Sparkle at the Whitmore in Whitmore Square is now barring non-vaccinated patrons and uh, the co-founder saying it's the best way forward. Uh, a broad vaccine mandate hasn't been issued for the hospitality sector, but uh, the Hotels Association is certainly calling for it. Ian Horn has uh, quite some weeks ago said that should be the case, double vax workers and, uh, and clientele in pubs. 
Uh, Barnaby Joyce, meantime, spending 10 days at least in isolation after coming down with COVID. The deputy PM stuck in a Washington hotel room. He tested positive to the virus and he believes he caught it in London. His symptoms are mild, but he will follow all protocols before being uh, allowed to return to Australia. Uh, a new report showing workers struggling to make ends meet in SA, insecure jobs, the lowest wages in the country. The McKell Institute stats show a third of South Australians finding it difficult to get permanent jobs. But um, even though we're employing more people full-time than we ever have, for those not there, not at that level, it's uh, obviously tough to make ends meet. Uh, Canada's followed, well, many countries now around the world announcing a diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Winter Olympics, which are on next month or the month after. The Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, confirming his country will join Australia, US and others in not sending officials. Athletes will be uh, allowed to turn up and take part, though. So um, there we are. Um what else has happened today? There's uh, now the Adelaide Airport, the new international arrivals hall, has opened to people flying into the Adelaide Airport, part of a $200 million terminal expansion, which began in August 2018. Arrival and departure facilities upgraded. There are more shops and cafes to choose from, and uh, I think it's going on. The work is continuing, and I think next year they're looking to house the um, uh, the Vimy. The Vimy that the Ross brothers, the Vickers Vimy that the Ross brothers uh, flew in to Adelaide, or flew in, yeah, they did fly it into Adelaide eventually, but flew into Australia up to Darwin on their 28 day trip from England in November uh, 1919. Yes, that's right. So they, uh, they did that. And uh, over 100 years ago now, of course, and uh, it's fantastic that they, they did that. Fantastic the plane has been at the Adelaide airport, but. It started off, you know, on display near what was then the terminal. And, of course, that terminal now long gone. So it's basically sitting in the middle of a car park surrounded by cars and needs a better home than that, better respect than that too. And so it will be moved into the uh, the new terminal at some stage. So that'll be absolutely fantastic and good on the Adelaide Airport uh, people for looking after it in that regards. Um, they've... When, when when it was first built, its little hangar there, little garage that it's parked in was just open glass and north-facing, and it was like that for years. So this thing just faced into the sun day after day after day. Eventually, they built a wall in front of it, so that made it even harder to find. And if you don't know where it is, you'll never find it. But basically, head to the car park and uh, and drive to where the uh, the old terminal used to be and look to your left, and you'll see a, basically a shed. And that's where it's in. You can walk up to it and have a look through the glass windows, but uh, you wouldn't know it's there otherwise. And it's worth a look. I mean, quite a historic plane. Uh, Amazing feat. And they did it in 28 days, just flying all the way from uh, London through to Darwin. Incredible. Back in the day. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.